welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Okay, so my original plan for this week's episode was to talk to you about this revelation that I had at the conference I went to a few weekends ago and how I've unintentionally chosen my word to guide me in 2023, but it's a word that I'm also very much implementing into my life right now. But Instead, we need to have this conversation. There is a trigger warning. Um, we will be talking about addiction. We will talk, be talking about death. There will be tears. And I guess I just need to say I don't have a very clear direction for this episode. But what I do know is that we need to be having this conversation that I need to be sitting here in my little recording studio, if you will, sharing the thoughts and the feelings that are coming up for me right now. So let's, let's kind of set the stage a little bit. You know, if you've been following me for a while, if you've been listening for a while, you know that my late husband, Tim, um, died of an alcohol addiction. And I've talked about how this came to be, how it has impacted me in several ways, and how, especially at the beginning of the year, the beginning of this year, 2022, I felt called to host a course, a group, whatever you would like to call it, um, on, on loving an addict and setting boundaries for yourself as you love an addict. And you know, over the past few months, there has been a lot of back and forth. There was something about it that didn't feel as big of a pull anymore. There was something about it that I didn't feel like I was fully leaning into. I was questioning if this is how I wanted to be spending my time, if this is what I wanted to be known for, if I needed to be talking about addiction and the ways that it has impacted me and the ways that it has possibly impacted you and what I can do to support you. I just wasn't sure it was feeling aligned. And earlier this year, um, one of my best friends shared with me that her, that a family member of hers was hospitalized for an alcohol addiction. And my gut reaction was this is not going to end well. And I'm sharing this not because I'm able to predict the future, which I'm not, and not to share it to be crass or to say that I had no faith in my friend's family member, but based on what I had seen in my own experience and based on what I knew about this family member, something in me was just like, this is not going to, 
to have the end result that everyone wants. And so it's been months of this back and forth, some progress made, some dips in the quality of this, this family member's health. Um, and if you're listening to it in real time, this past weekend, my best friend's family member succumbed to her illness, succumbed to their addiction. And I was honestly shocked, and I'm still shocked, by the way that this this death has impacted me. Because as, as I said a few months ago, I was like, I've got this, right? This, this isn't affecting me. If anything, I can be counsel to my friend and her family. I can, you know, be there to support them and love on them. But this, whilst the stories are very similar, this isn't actually going to impact me in such a way. Plus, I was also, when this started to happen, I was pulling away from this idea that I was the woman that needed to connect with other women who were struggling to love an addict in some way. And over the past few weeks, which something that I actually wanted to be talking about, um, in the other topic that I wanted to cover today, I have been placed in the presence of several women who have opened up to me about an addict in their lives. I've met a woman who is a respiratory therapist. So she runs the vents that patients are put on when they need help when they need support breathing. I have met a woman who has a publishing business that's called Redbird Publisher. And again, if you know me, Tim comes to me as a Redbird. And so all of these just like little nudges have been coming back into my life, making me really sit and think about what is my purpose, right? I think I've said on here before, I was placed on this path for a reason. Like I have no regrets about my life with Tim because I was put here for a reason. I was put here to be with him and to support him and to love him in his darkest of times. And, and I, and I have to go through that experience for some other reasons, right? Some of them I'm figuring out in terms of how they directly affect me in the way that I love myself and support myself in the way that I am having relationships with other people, both familial, romantic, friendship wise, all of these things. And, and again, one of the things I've been really struggling with this year is how much of me do I want to attribute to this world of addiction, right? Does it really make sense for me to align myself and my business with speaking of addiction? And I've, I've been sitting with this. I've been sitting with this even for months, it came up again for me when I was climbing 20, when I was climbing snow basin for 29 or 29. And then again, over the past few weeks, it's just been these other little nudges. Some have been kind of slaps in the face. Um, 
like my friend's family member passing and like meeting the respiratory therapist. And and in, and in turn, it led me to sit here and record this podcast that maybe too feels a little rambly. Maybe it feels like there's no direct path, but this podcast isn't meant to be perfect, right? It, I'm meant to connect with you and to share with you in real time based on what I'm experiencing and hoping that by sharing my experience, I can help you and I can support you in some way, even if our stories look completely different. And so today, I needed to tell you that the passing of my one of my best friend's family members has wrecked me. It has cracked me open in ways I have not felt Maybe since Tim died, there are moments where I am literally being transported back into the final days and hours of his life where I was watching him through a fucking computer screen as he entered his last hours of life on Zoom before they were will allow me to go into the hospital because again it was at the height of covid it was in may of 2020 i'm transported into being in his hospital room after he had died and just seeing him there i won't go into details of what i saw because it's something that i have to carry with me in the past few days i've literally done nothing but sleep watch TV, snuggle with the pups and with Brian, and I've just allowed myself to be. And again, this is something I've not really done in in a good deal of time, probably since Tim died, where I just allowed myself to be, and I didn't put expectations or schedule or any form of anything on myself. And I'm sharing this with you because... In moments like this where you are cracked open, whether you are experiencing a loss or there's a shift in your life that you didn't see coming or you saw coming but you didn't expect it to affect you in a in this particular way, you need to lean into it. You need to acknowledge it. And most importantly, you need to take ownership of where you are in that moment. You need to give yourself grace and you need to allow yourself to just be. I'm processing. I'm working through this in real time. Today, as I'm recording, this is the first day where I feel better. Better is a relative term. I was able to move my body today and and work out. I felt a little lighter. I felt more semblance of joy. But in a moment's instant, I don't, that wasn't even English, but in an instant, I am transported back to these visions and these flashbacks of what I experienced with Tim. Whilst I'm simultaneously feeling the insane pain that my best friend is feeling and her family is feeling, and knowing that I can't take away that pain, 
and knowing that I wish we could have prevented this outcome. And then there are all the questions of why. Why does this happen? I mean, someone texted me just a little while ago. Why does this keep happening to young people when there are addicts that live their whole fucking lives with their addiction? And I don't know the answer. But what I do know is that in these moments, we have to acknowledge how it's affecting us. I have to acknowledge that this is wrecking me and that this has cracked me open and that things I thought that I had dealt with, the true trauma of Tim's death that I thought that I had dealt with and wrapped up and neatly pushed aside, there's now another layer to it. I'm not okay. I'm not able to just push it aside and just be like, this is what happened to him. But I'm also trying not to just sit in it. I'm trying to take the time to think about why this continues to affect me so deeply and what I can do to support other women, other family members who find themselves completely wrecked by these outcomes. And even though the outcome might be the same or the the they're the result of similar behaviors. Every story is so different, right? Every individual is so different. And so I don't have the answers. I don't specifically know what my role or my purpose is in all of this. But what I do know, what I do know I had to share with you right now is that when we are cracked open, when our trauma is brought back open, We have to acknowledge it. We have to sit in it. We have to identify it, even when it's painful, even when we want to numb out, even when we want to sleep it away. We can still do those things, but we have to take time to acknowledge it, to own it. Because keeping it locked in and locked up doesn't actually solve the problem. It doesn't actually move you forward. And so whatever is happening for you right now, whether you're in a very similar, similar situation to me and my friend, you are in a different form of transition. You feel like you've been punched in the gut by some unforeseeable conclusion or event. Please check in with yourself. Please don't allow the trigger. Please don't allow to what whatever cracked you open, to just continue forward. Acknowledge it. Sit with it. Go talk to somebody. Journal about it. Really take time to piece through it. It's not going to all happen in one day. There are going to be some days where you're great. There are going to be some days where you're a mess. And there are going to be a whole lot of days in between. But I need you to lean into it as hard as it is. I need you to share about it with somebody, even if it's your journal. I can't explain why we are found, why we were placed in certain positions. But what I know to be true is that the positions we are placed in are intentional. They are meant for us. 
I want nothing but the best for you. I want nothing but light and love and laughter for you. But I also want you to give yourself grace. I want to accept where you are and where you've been. And I want you to love yourself enough to take care of yourself. I've been cracked open. And there's nothing I can do right now besides acknowledge it and sit with it. To move through it. To move through this layer. Because if I just close up the wound, it's not going to do anything. It's going to fester. And it's going to be worse in the long run. So please, my friend, take care of yourself. Support yourself. Love yourself. Honor yourself. And to those who have lost themselves to addiction, I hope you know how loved you are. I hope you know that you are still so loved. And we see the inherent goodness in you. I love you.